Episode 1 of the Jackson Michigan Sports Podcast. Recap Week 1 High School Football. I'm your host, David Royce. And we get started with Jackson High versus Ypsilanti next. Alright, so we start off the first game with uh, Jackson High at Ypsilanti. Uh, this game went down to the end. Uh, forced fumble by the Jackson High defense. Uh, Vikings fell 18-6 midway through the game. Battled back in the second half. Uh, it looks like Ipsy drove down to the Jackson two-yard line with 22 seconds left. Great J-high defense forced the fumble and recovered it to win the game 30-24. to Junior running back Darian Riley, 26 carries for 208 yards, two touchdowns. Senior quarterback Noah Bush, seven rushes, 28 yards, a rushing touchdown. Uh, he only went one for three passing, 50 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, I was at the Lumen game on Friday. Uh, that came down to an onside kick. Two tries. Lumen won 14 to 12. Our player of the game was senior running back Walker Plate, 24 carries, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, quarterback Brendan Wilson, 8 for 10 passing, 123 yards. Running back Basil Hampton, 11 carries for 38 yards, big fullback. Johnny Teachout, 10 carries for 36 yards. Uh, Brody Dalton led the Lumen Christie defense, 11 tackles. Uh, Riley Eaker, 7 tackles. Matt Saunders, Keegan Smith. Both at six. Uh, let's move on to Western Whitehall, where Western won 28-26. Uh, Whitehall had three second-half turnovers, which cost them the game. Western senior quarterback and Central Michigan commit Tyler Pape. Eight for 13 passing, 120 yards, two touchdowns and an interception, 18 carries, 94 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Star running back Landon Roskowski, 16 carries, 65 yards, also had two receptions, 17 yards in that touchdown. Uh, wide receiver Landon French, four receptions, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Brock Myers had nine tackles and a sack to lead the Western defense. And to uh, recap our first four games, Columbia Central beat Napoleon. It was supposed to be a good rivalry game, but it was a blowout, 54-7. to Napoleon, or excuse me, Columbia Central got the victory. Junior quarterback Ethan Emerson, three for seven, passing for 77 yards. Two touchdowns. He also had eight rushes, 134 yards, three rushing touchdowns. Running back Gunnar Coda, 11 carries, 84 yards and a touchdown. Sean Thompson had four carries, 43 yards and a touchdown. Senior wideout Aiden Adams had a reception touchdown and a 42-yard punt return for a touchdown as well. Napoleon quarterback Tobin McCrum, 16 for 29, 180 yards and a touchdown. Uh, coming up, we have your JTV Sports Week 2. High school football game promotion, and when we come back, we'll look at Northwest, Homer versus Michigan Center, Grass Lake, Stockbridge, and Hillsdale, Jonesville. All right, back that was your JTV Week 2 promotions. Uh, Eaton Rapids beat Northwest in overtime, 56-55. Northwest quarterback Isaiah Grabowskis, 12 for 23 passing, 226 yards, 5 touchdowns. One interception, 17 rushes, 183 yards, two rushing touchdowns. And wide receiver Anthony Cole had two receiving touchdowns, 105 yards. Uh, also rushed for 49 yards and touchdown. Uh, Homer beat Michigan Center 18-0. Michigan Center comes in tied with Grass Lake as the Cascades Conference favorite. I don't know if they're the favorite after this game, but Homer beat Michigan Center 18-0. Homer quarterback Jacob Wilson, 11 for 18, passing 106 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, wide receiver Lowen Pullen caught five passes for 74 yards and one touchdown to lead the home receiving group, while the muscle LeBron added four receptions for 23 yards 
and one touchdown. Ron also led the homer defense with five solo tackles while Tyson Schroeder recorded two interceptions. Uh, for Michigan center, offense was difficult to come by as the Cardinal offense only managed four first downs and 96 total yards of offense. Junior quarterback Joel Olkowski finished 11 for 20, passing for 82 yards and two interceptions. Senior wideout Carter Wiley caught three passes for 50 yards, while Keegan Bennett rushed three times for eight yards. Uh, next two games in this segment, look at the only Cascades team that won this week, and that was Grass Lake. They beat Stockbridge 58-12. to Quarterback Carson Farley played in his first ever starting game. Uh, he set the school record for most touchdown passes in the first ever game. Uh, 15 for 18 passing, 186 yards, five touchdown passes. Uh, Trenton Holden, star running back, 17 rushes, 117 yards and a touchdown. Shane Holcomb, eight rushes for 62 yards. He also had two receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown. Weston Quitek, three rushes for 14 yards and a touchdown. Carson Cannon, six receptions, 83 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Hillsdale beat Jonesville, 18 to eight. Running back Brock Woodard, 13 rushes, 74 yards. Uh, Logan Wigler, quarterback, three for seven passing, 51 yards. At 10 rushes, 41 yards, and one rushing touchdown. Uh, Logan Coy, four rushes for 27 yards. Uh, while Zach Kornick added eight rushes for 20 yards and one touchdown. Woodard caught two passes for 29 yards, while Aiden Peterson hauled in a 22-yard reception. Uh, for Donesville, M Live Player of the Week, Jacob Lopresto. Rushed 21 times for 177 yards to lead the Comet offense, while Connor Lowers was 5 for 10, passing for 80 yards. Uh, Luke Dawson hauled in four receptions for 40 yards. LaPresto and Alec Purdy each recorded seven tackles. Jonesville head coach Frank Keller said, We played well in the first half, but we couldn't put four quarters together. We lost the battle up front in the second half, and Hillsdale just wore us down. Uh, we'll look at the next uh, three games to wrap up uh, our week one recap before we do preview. Uh, we have Concord Hanover, Springport Vandercook Lake, and Britton Deerfield Edison. All right, the next and uh, the final three games we're going to look at uh, Concord Hanover. Concord won 31 13. Their quarterback, Marley Sprague, 5 for 8 passing, 150 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He also had three rushes, 36 yards, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Vincent Gilliano, the running back, 79 yards. Two touchdowns, uh, five carries. Hanover quarterback Garrett Gumper, uh, eight for 25, 93 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He had seven rushes and 43 yards as well. Running back Trent Hochter for Hanover, 11 carries, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Wide receiver Evan Keeter, two receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Next, we'll look at Springport, who beat Vandercook 31-0. Quarterback Mitch Nutt, eight for 12, fasting 134 yards, Two touchdown passes. He also had eight rushes for 83 yards. Running back Kobe Berger, two rushes, 50 yards and a touchdown. Five receptions and 71 yards as well. Ryan Jonas, five rushes for 28 yards and a 50-yard touchdown reception. Not much uh, for stats other than that for the Springport Vandercook. And our final game from week one before we preview week two, Britton Deerfield 28, Addison 16. Addison was coming in as a top four in the Cascades. I don't think they played like it after that. Addison running back Travis Whitaker at 15 carries for 93 yards at a touchdown. Frederick Bills, their quarterback, who I've never heard of before. Four for 10 passing for 40 yards. 12 rushes for 59 yards. Nathan Rodland, eight rushes for 38 yards at a touchdown. 
Noah Springer, two rushes and 10 yards. And uh, not much from the Addison defense. As we know, they gave up 28 points. There's a recap from week one, and next we'll preview week two games. In the game of the week, Lumen at Western. All right, now that we preview week two uh, must-see games, uh, thank you to Josh Van Dyke from MLive for letting me use his articles this season. Uh, let's look at must-see games for week two. We'll start with Western 1-0 at Lumen Christie, who's also 1-0. Uh, both the Titans and the Panthers survived non-conference battles in week one and are well aware of the matchup that lies ahead of them. Lumen Christie has not lost to Western since 1976, and they hold a 24-1 to advantage in the all-time series. The Interstate 8 Conference might be determined in this early season matchup. And both teams are cautiously optimistic after hard-fought week one wins. Uh, that's the game I'm, I'll be at Friday, JTV, uh, Friday night, 7 p.m. Uh, live stream on Mixler starts at 6.45. And uh, I don't know who to pick, pick for that game. Uh, obviously, on the broadcast, I can't be uh, favorable or, you know, biased. But uh, this is my own podcast, so I can do whatever I feel like with it. Um, honestly, I'm going to have to take Lumen for this game. I, I feel like they'll win the conference again, they'll go undefeated again, and they'll go to the state championship. I'll give my score prediction and much more at the end of the week. Um, let's move on to Columbia Central versus Leslie. Uh, Leslie will close out their week one game against Dansville later this evening, Monday, trailing the Aggies 15-14 uh, at halftime with a rescheduled game. Regardless of how that game turns out, the Leslie Blackhawks will have their hands full with the Columbia Central squad that is coming off a 54-7 win versus their rival Napoleon week one. The Golden Eagles Columbia Central will be looking to start off 2-0 before they get into their conference play. But Leslie could prove to be a pesky opponent to deal with in week two. I don't know much about Leslie. I know that they went three and six last year. They have a new head, co- head coach, Greg Piscodna, former head coach of Michigan Center. I think Columbia Central still pulls out the victory. Uh, let's move out to Homer, 1 0 versus Reading, 0 1. A surprise at Reading loss since they went 13 0 last year in the Division A state, state championship. Uh, the Trojans of Homer are coming off an impressive 18-0 win over Michigan Center on Thursday and have all the momentum on their side as they head into a, a huge Big 8 conference showdown with defending Division 8 state champion Reading on Friday. Uh, the Rangers dropped a 14-0 decision to Puama Westphalia in Week 1 and will be looking to right the ship. The only question is whether they can turn things around in time for a second difficult road contest. In as many weeks. Uh, Hillsdale 1 0 versus Ionia 1 0. Uh, the Hornets fended off Jonesville in week 1, 18 8, but offense was difficult to come by for the new look Hillsdale offense. Their opponent, Ionia, just put up 44 points in a decisive win over Wyoming Kelloggsville, 44 6 in week 1. Last year, Hillsdale defeated Ionia 22 6, but the Bulldogs took the previous year's matchup 35 7. With the all-time series tied at one, this matchup looks like it could go either way. Northwest at Battle Creek Penfield, uh, the Mounties suffered a heartbreaking overtime loss to Eaton Rapids on Friday, 56-55. But they proved that they can put up points in bunches. 
Uh, their Week 2 opponent, Battle Creek Penfield, is coming off an upset win over Lake Odessa Lakewood, 26-22 in their season opener. Last year, the Panthers recorded a 28-14 win over Northwest. Penfield also holds a 7-0 all-time series record over the Mounties. Can Northwest bounce back in Week 2 and record a critical I-8 conference road win? We'll find out Friday night. And uh, that's it for the must-see games. Uh, we'll also preview the rest of the season in the Cascades, and we'll look at my predictions for uh, top five Jackson area teams. I'll give you that as well. All right, coming up right now, we preview all the week two games in the Jackson area. Uh, we start with uh, in the Big Eight, we start with Concord and Jonesville. As uh, we know, last week Concord beat Hanover Horton thirty-one to thirteen, and Jonesville lost to Hillsdale eighteen to eight. So it's Concord winning uh, by three possessions. Team going into this game against Jonesville, uh, who just played a really good Hillsdale team. Uh, Springport, 7-3 last year, uh, beat Vandercook like 31-0. They play at Union City. Uh, those are your big eight games. Uh, as, and as we move into the Cascades, uh, looks like we have Addison-Manchester. Uh, again, Addison coming off that uh, uh, loss last week to Britton-Deerfield, 28-16. Uh, Michigan Center at home. Against Hanover Horton, Michigan Center lost 18-0 against Homer last week. And Hanover Horton lost to Concord 31-13. Napoleon at home against East Jackson. Napoleon lost last week. Uh, East Jackson lost Adrian Madison 48-18. Napoleon lost to Columbia Central 54-7. by the way, this week starts all conference play for most of the area teams. Uh, to wrap up the Cascade schedule, Vandercook Lake, who lost 31-0 against Springport last week. They play at home against Grass Lake, who beat Stockbridge 58-12. to uh, And as we move into the I-8 now, uh, Lumen Christie at Western on Friday. I know I'll be at that game. Should be a good game. Lumen has not lost to Western since 1976. And uh, it should be fun game. Western nine and two last year. Lumen Christie thirteen and zero state champions. Uh, Lumen coming off fourteen to twelve win this past week. I was at that game against Kalamazoo United. Western coming off the twenty eight to twenty six win against Whitehall. Uh, Northwest lost fifty six fifty five against Eaton Rapids in overtime this past week. They play at Penfield. Uh, and as we move into the SEC White. To end uh, just the schedule preview, uh, really the only team in the SCY we need to look at is our Jackson area team, you know, Jackson Vikings. Uh, they play at Adrian uh, coming up this week. Adrian lost to Ipsy Lincoln at Eastern Michigan last week. There you go. There's your preview or score preview for week two. And uh, coming up, we'll have... Uh, my game of the week, and we'll have my new segment on the podcast called Boldest Prediction of the Episode.
All right. My bold prediction of the week. Now, you can leave it in the comments, whatever you want to do, if you disagree with me, which is okay. Uh, I like I like to talk in the comments. Uh, my bold prediction is that Western has a better or bigger chance of winning than Lumen Christie does. Now, some people may be like, David, why? Didn't Lumen Christie go 13-0, win their third straight state championship, and beat Western last year? Yeah, they did. I know. But I think they can truly come out and win this game. Western's at home, Friday Night Lights. They haven't beat Lumen since 1976, I realize that. But this feels like the perfect setup for them, and I feel like their passing will be on point. I'll be at that game with GTV Friday. Uh, Western last week, they beat Whitehall 28-26. Uh, the Panthers took advantage of Whitehall's three turnovers in the second half to hold on for a 20-26 home win Friday morning. Uh, the weather delays pushed the game back from Thursday night. Senior quarterback Tyler Pape led Western passing attack with 120 yards, 8 for 13 passing, two touchdowns, one interception. The Central Michigan commit also led the team in rushing with 94 yards and two touchdowns on 18 carries. Now, Star running by Lanny Raskowski rushed for over 1,000 yards last year. I think he could be well set up to do that and beyond more again if he has a huge game this coming Friday. Uh, he had 16 carries, 65 yards last week. Uh, Mason Gillespie led the team in receiving with a 40-yard reception. Landon French added four catches for 37 yards and a score. Levi Faldi caught one pass for 25 yards, and Raskowski holding two passes for 17 yards. And a score. Defensively for Western, Brock Myers recorded nine tackles, including one sack and three tackles for a loss. Bode Brown added eight tackles, while Wyatt Heavy was in on seven stops, including one sack. Uh, for Western, it was more offense that game. For Lumen against Kalamazoo United, my opinion, with me there at the game, I feel like that was more defensive, better defensive play by them than offense. Now, For Lumen on their offense, it was all running game. For their passing, they were only 8 for 10 for 123 yards uh, for Brendan Wilson, his first varsity start for Lumen. Uh, Brody Dalton led the Lumen Christie defense with 11 tackles. Riley Eaker added 7. Matt Saunders and Keegan Smith each had 6. That makes it 30 total tackles between those four players. Uh... Lumen Christie recovered the onside kick attempt to seal their two-point victory, 14-12. to Walker played their running back, 84 yards, two touchdowns on 24 carries. That's what I'm saying. Most of their game, offensive game, was running. Uh, Basil Hampton added 38 yards and 11 carries. Fullback Johnny Teachout rushed for 36 yards on 10 carries. Uh, senior tailback Walker played, you know, he scored twice. Lumen Christie scored once in the second quarter and added a second score in the third. But United ended the game on a 12-0 run. To make things interesting, United junior quarterback Christian Bartholomew scored with a minute 28 remaining in the game to bring the score 14-12. But the two-point conversion on the next play was stuffed. The Lumen Christie defense. 
And I'm just going off of stats and numbers from this past game. Um, and I think if Lumen wants to win this game against Western and make my bold prediction wrong, they have to have a strong running game like that again. For Western, they had to have good offense again like they did against Whitehall. I mean, they only won by two. They gave up 26 points. But right now, if I'm Western and Coach Dave Mifsud, I'm focused on offense. Uh, there you go. There's my bold prediction of the week. And uh, coming up, we'll preview JTV Sports Week 2 Game of the Week. That was Lumen and Western. And uh, right now, next, we'll cover, uh, we'll briefly talk about NFL Week 1 coming up. NFL starts on Thursday. I'll give you my picks for all the games. All right, uh, NFL picks week one. Green Bay, Chicago, Thursday night football. I'm a big Packers fan. And, uh, this, you know, season opener last year, it was Bears at Packers. Uh, at Lambeau, we all know the story of the game. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Sean Kaiser played for the entire third. Aaron Rodgers came back. They were down 20-0. to They won. Greatest, one of the greatest comebacks I've seen in my lifetime, if not the greatest, other than the 28-3 Super Bowl comeback. You already know who I'm taking that for that game. I'm going to take Green Bay. Uh, Tennessee at Cleveland. Uh, we'll, now we'll go to the Sunday 1 o'clock games. Tennessee at Cleveland. I am believing the hype about Cleveland. I think they will be really good this year. I think their ceiling is the AFC Championship, not the Super Bowl, the AFC Championship. And their floor is the playoffs. They'll at least make the playoffs this year. I'll take Cleveland at home. Uh, Baltimore at Miami. Miami, Ryan Fitzpatrick is their quarterback, I believe so. One of the Florida teams, Miami or Tampa Bay, I'm pretty sure it's Miami. But anyways, uh, Fitzmagic will happen, in my opinion, in the first three or four weeks. Not much after that. He'll play like an MVP first two, three weeks. You know, obviously he won't win MVP. I think Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Not just Aaron Rodgers because I'm a Packers fan, but because I think he'll come back 100% healthy, and when he's healthy, he's a bad man. Uh, I'll take Baltimore, though, on the road. Lamar Jackson is going to show how capable he is of being a good starting quarterback. Atlanta at Minnesota. Uh... I don't have much to say about that game. Atlanta's just going to be a disappointment. I'll take Minnesota, another NFC North team. Buffalo at the Jets. I think people, people are making hype about the Jets. They think they'll go 7-9, and 8-8. Eight and eight. I might agree with that, like the Browns. The Browns will go 9-7. and seven. Jets will go 8-8. Eight and eight. Jets are winning at home. Washington at Philly and NFC East showdown. Uh, I don't have much to say about that game. I'll take Philly. Rams at Panthers, that's going to be a boring game. At Carolina, Rams all the way. Kansas City at Jacksonville, new quarterback for Jacksonville, Nick Foles. Will he bring the magic to Jacksonville? I don't think so. Maybe not for the first part of the season. Maybe the second half. Maybe. Uh, Kansas City, of course, at Jacksonville. Uh, to wrap up the 1 o'clock games, we go to the 4 o'clock games, uh, five of them. Start with Indianapolis at the L.A. Chargers. Indianapolis Colts, 
don't have Andrew Luck anymore. I'm disappointed that he retired, honestly. Uh, I'm kind of shocked. I know he said injuries kind of took his joy away from the game, and I understand that. Aaron Rodgers has had some injuries. But, uh, I mean, he stayed in the field, but Andrew Luck has had so many more injuries, and they've been worse. Um, and that kind of took his joy away from the game. Uh, hopefully, he enjoys his retirement. Uh I just want Brady to retire. That way somebody else can win the Super Bowl and somebody else in the AFC can make the Super Bowl. LA Chargers now because of that. Jacoby Brissett was a good backup for the Patriots. He was decent when Andrew Luck was hurt. I think he'll have a decent game here, but not enough. Even though Melvin Gordon will be playing for the LA Chargers since his contract talks are going to be suspended till the end of the season, I think the Chargers still get it done. Cincinnati at Seattle, that's going to be a blowout game. Seattle all the way. Detroit at Arizona, I hate the Lions. I'm going to go with Arizona. Kyler Murray's going to have a great game. And the Lions, they're just going to be the Lions. San Francisco at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they're another disappointing team uh, other than Detroit and Arizona. Give me San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo's going to have a nice game. Sunday night football, Pittsburgh at New England. People are saying that's going to be a good game. It will not be a good game. The Steelers will suck this season. I don't like the Patriots either, but we're going to go with the Patriots. Uh, two Monday night games. Normally we have one, but there's two. Uh, the early game at 7-10 on ESPN. Uh, Houston at New Orleans. Uh, that's going to be a disappointing game. New Orleans all the way at home. And at 10-20 on Monday on ESPN. Denver at Oakland. That's me a disappointing game, low scoring, but I'll take Oakland 24 to 17 in a low to medium scoring game. There you go. There's my week one NFL picks. And we'll briefly wrap it up. Coming up next. Hey. David Rice, it's almost the end of the episode, episode one. I'm happy that it's coming out. I've been procrastinating. That's why it's coming out Tuesday night. It should have been coming out Saturday, but I don't know. But anyway, here's our sponsored segment of the episode before we wrap up the episode. Today's episode number one of the Jackson, Michigan Sports Podcast And every episode will be brought to you by Anchor.fm. Create your podcast or make a live replay of your show on Anchor.fm. You can distribute it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, wherever. You can do that here on Anchor.fm. Again, thank you to Anchor.fm for sponsoring this episode. Now let's get back to wrap up the episode. Yes, I know. I, I said episode a lot in the past couple of minutes, but uh, I didn't know what else to say. Lots was just going through my mind. I just spit it out. Uh, as I was told, it's my podcast. I can say what I want. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Episode one of the Jackson, Michigan Sports Podcast. We'll see you on Friday Night Lights. I'm David Rice. Until next time. Hey, it's David Rice. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is a new podcast, so uh, this this is just a little post episode, uh, uh, little talk. But uh, yeah, 
I don't know. I just had thoughts of making a sports podcast. I didn't know what else to do other than uh, uh, commentary. Uh, I appreciate you guys for sticking around the entire time to listen. Um, I hope you uh, like this. Uh, Please comment or do something if you like this. That way I know if I should make more episodes or not. Leave comments, suggestions, feedback, improvements on what I need to do, whatever. I accept comments of how to improve. I do, actually. And uh, uh, I I just like knowing from other people that listen, uh, you know, what they like about it, uh, what, you know, obviously what they think I can improve on. Uh, But anyway, uh, make sure you guys go to anchor.fm, click on the link, support this podcast, maybe give it a little bit of a donation every now and then. That way uh, we can get better equipment and uh, better coverage on games to bring you better episodes. We'll see you in episode number two.